Hey y'all, 2019 is here and I'm so pleased with the chance to get my life more in order. Today's crazily recorded interview was a starting point. I hope the holiday season treated you well, yeah? Today is January 9th, 2019. Welcome to season two, episode one of God News and Interviews. This episode is brought to you by Look and Hue, an online hub for fashion commentary without the fluff. Look and Hue highlights ways that you can enhance your self-expression through separates, recommended ensembles, and accessories. Visit www.lookandhue.com and harness the power of color in your closet. Today's guest is no stranger to hard work and has challenged herself in one of the most creative ways possible becoming an author and in this interview her very first for a podcast technical difficulties kind of got in the way so I hope you enjoy this very charismatically edited version of an episode listeners please enjoy this interview of Esther Jean yes ma'am we figured it out <laughs> good morning Ashley good morning I'm like mm if I wanted just some voice recordings, I would have sent you a note that said that. No, okay. this, this is my first podcast. I said, so this is how you do it? They, they're done in many different ways. Some of them okay. do record where you get the audio from the podcast host and then you do your responses back. This is literally the first time it decided to be difficult. But now the conversation will sound very natural. So good morning. <laughs> good morning, Ashley. <laughs> Ladies okay. and gentlemen and them, I have a guest on today for the podcast. It's our first interview of 2019. I'm very excited. So please, can you reintroduce yourself to the <laughs> listeners and let them know why you're here? Okay. Hello, listeners. Hi, Ashley. Thank you for having me. (laughs) My name is Esther Jean, and I wrote a book called Johnny and Joshua Coming to Korea. And it's about um, a brown boy who moves from Ghana and with his father and comes to live in Korea and what happens after that. Now, that's an absolutely unique, unique experience. There are minorities and and immigrants and everything in between in every country and every continent however being able to share such a specific story of a a child's perspective I found that to be so interesting so before we kind of dive into the meat and potatoes of that story what inspired your interest in becoming an author I've always been a bookworm and they used to have to throw me out of the library when they closed. That's amazing though. You stayed consistent with it your whole life. It's always been a passion then. Yeah, I do I just think that authors are magicians because they can mm. transport you to another world. And I guess I've always wanted to be able to have that ability to create another world for people. That's beautiful. That's the best way I've heard it explained ever. <laughs> that they're magicians. Yeah, because if you are really engrossed with what you're reading, it it does become a part of however long it takes you to read it. And um, God bless it if it's a series, because then you really get to dive in for a long time. But true, that, true. that is a good way to explain it. Authors are magicians. I like that. Okay, so. <laughs> What's the story behind this unique book? Why Johnny and Joshua coming to Korea? 
this book is a is my son's story. My oh. son uh, lived in Ghana with his father, and he had a, a African parrot named Johnny. He has an African parrot named Johnny, and they basically we the family decided to have them come to Korea to live with me in South Korea. Mm. But the but Johnny wasn't able to come. And it just, it broke his heart and he was crying and we had to, we had to give it to a neighbor to take care of it. And he was very sad. And it's, so it's his story about having to leave his second best friend, because his first best friend is his father and having to come to South Korea and, and missing his, his bird and missing Ghana and every, and all the things that he used to do in Ghana and, and having to move to Korea and just adapt. Oh, it made my heart hurt a little bit more because I'm like, I know <laughs> it's a little kid's story and my story is not even remotely similar. I just moved from Texas to Michigan at a very young age and have been on the move ever since. But he's a little guy. <laughs> yeah, moving is difficult for adults. So yes. imagine having to change countries for a 12-year-old. So he was very brave. Mm, wow. Yeah, he, he definitely was. But I mean there's still some some perks to it of course he gets to be with mom he gets to experience some new things it might not seem all exciting at first when you're no actually when he came to korea he became a star what yeah (laughs) (laughs) he was having people yeah he was having people basically giving him candy wanting to be with him wanting his autograph to take selfies it was i call it the broke beyonce syndrome it's all the fame <laughs> and the fortune. <laughs> oh my you're gosh. a celebrity with none of the money exactly so, yeah so he enjoyed it initially coming here because um it was different and because he stands out as the only brown boy in my entire town of 150,000 people, mm. he had a little bit of a celebrity status. So what brought you from your home country to here? I worked in business for a long time. I worked for a financial securities firm and mm. I did retirement plans. So you can ask me anything about retirement plans and I can help you with it in the U.S. And uh, my job ended up uh, outsourcing. So I decided to do something I've always wanted to do, which is to go live in another country and, and have a different experience. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. See, listeners, know and believe there is no time stamp and, and no expiration date on when you can aspire really to do something and just follow through and do it. It's all about your execution, all about it. There we go. Yes. (laughs) Now, luckily, the the other thing about that, if you do other podcasts and whatnot, be certain that when they do record with you that it auto records, because even though it cut us off, all of that conversation was retained. Like, we don't have to start over. (laughs) Yeah. Always check. So now you know all the things. How will we be recording? Does it back record? (laughs) I will learn everything about podcasts today. Mm -hmm. This hot mess experience (laughs) right here. But so how long have you been in Korea? How how different or similar is it to where your citizenship country is? I'm American. I've been in Korea Mm -hmm. for it will be five years uh, this April. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So as far as uh, culture they're still they're family oriented. Um, I'm Haitian American, so a lot of the family values are, are similar to mine. Yes, it, it, it took some adjusting. 
there there was about there was some culture shock uh, after about five to six months, but I've been here long enough that that I, I can get things done. I have uh, Korean friends, I have Korean American friends, so it's all good. Hello. I'm just crying in the club. Don't even <laughs> mind me. Oh Lord, have mercy. Okay, so is this the first formal book you've created? Yes, it is. I am currently working on my memoirs, but that one uh, will take a while to write. But this is the first book that I've written. I've, and it's self-published. Ooh, wonderful. So with the self-publishing, I'm certain there were some hurdles you had to overcome while developing this book. Yeah, there were some hurdles. Um, I didn't really know where to start, how to find someone so um, to illustrate the book. Because to me, a children's picture book, the most important thing is unless you're Dr. Seuss, where's the words, the most important thing are the pictures. Mm-hmm. So I found a really good um, illustrator and then I had to find an editor. I went to upwork.com and they have illustrators and, uh, and, and editors and things like that to help you with the book. So it took about, I decided to do it last January and it took all year. Oh my goodness. It took the entire year because I was more dependent on the illustrator. And even though I had a vision of what I wanted the book to be, I, I've never created a book before I didn't know anything about layouts and, and the, the kind of art that he had to, to do so he would ask me a question I was like I just wanted to be vibrant he was like what does that mean? <laughs> definitely so curve it was a learning curve <laughs> at least he you know you were working with someone who was patient with you you know that that goes a long way it, it definitely so, goes a long way he knew it was his second book and it was my first so he knew that mm. I so he was patient with me so I was grateful for that (laughs) so how can listeners support this book how can they go about getting information to support this book okay so I am actually selling the hard copies I have a Facebook group called uh, Johnny and Joshua coming to Korea to sell the hard copies and I'm also putting the book on um, Amazon as an ebook and also as a print book I also created a blog for it. Um, I did not want to create a blog for actually writing the book. I wanted to create a blog for actually getting the book and then starting to promote it. And the ah. steps you have to take. Because I think it's, there's two parts to writing a book. It's okay to self-publish, but then how will you get your book into people's hands? So it's a process that I wanted to share with my readers on, on, on my blog. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for going through this strange podcast experience (laughs) with me. Thank you for teaching me how a podcast works. And this is my first experience. And I I thank you so much for helping me to promote the book. I, I really think it's important. The reason I wrote the book is I wanted to make sure to share the African culture with Korea. I think some of the, the images that are shown for brown people in this country could be better. Yes. And so the book focuses on the similarities between the Ghanaian culture and the South Korean culture and makes it normal and makes it something that's relatable to the children. And that's what I want. I want like a native English teacher shorter and and in their age group to be able to, that they can bring it into their home. And it becomes normal to have to see a brown boy and his bird because he has parents who love him and he has a pet bird he loves and he plays soccer and he eats his favorite food just like you as a South yes. Korean and it becomes normal and, and that's what I want.
That is amazing. We definitely advocate for that kind of diversity and look forward to seeing what else comes from your writing process. Thank you again. Thank you, Ashley. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, uh, listeners. Uh, I look forward to you sharing the book and please send me any kind of feedback that you have. Be sure to follow the show on anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Also, for the YouTube inclined, older episodes of my show are available on youtube.com slash LLC. You can check the description of this episode for appropriate links. And until next time, remember to cover your mouth when you cough and sneeze, preferably with your arm, please. <laughs> Bye, y'all.